Welcome to the Productive Cute Podcast. This show is all about empowering you with biblical principles and practical resources to help you overcome being unproductive so you can produce in the area of your passion. Now your host, Quaman Fowler. Many aspiring musicians most often don't get the balanced mentorship that they need to be functional away from their music. Most grow up desiring to travel the world and play on the big stage, but they end up neglecting their natural God-given role as just being a good man or woman, husband or wife, and father or mother. The good musicians are often told that they have a musical gift and end up going through life believing all they are supposed to do in life is play their instrument for a living. The irony behind this thinking is, when musicians receive this as their only purpose, they limit their full potential as a human being and struggle to develop other skills outside of music. This is The Christian Musician, an audiobook that I have available on audible.com. You can listen to it for free if you start your free trial with Audible today by going to quamonfowler.com forward slash audiobook. This book will really bless you. What's going on? This is Quaman Fowler of the Productive Q Podcast. And so I have a great episode for you today. This is great because I have some key words that's really going to help you because I thought about this throughout the week and uh, we all face challenges and most of our challenges is mental. You know, it's it's all in the head, (laughs) in our in our mind, you know, and so you have to have some key things um, that you're going to do in terms of how you're going to respond to uh, the challenges that you face throughout your week. So just to give you a little bit of, um, I guess, background before I go into some of these words here, Um, you know, I started this podcast and when you're uh, wanting to do uh, something like a production, of course, there's many different aspects that go into the production you have to prepare your content also you have to prepare the platform or upload the information or get graphic design for your podcast or your website or whatever and you also have to get the word out about it or you know and do research on the best way that you're going to deliver your particular um, you know information that you're going to present and also it's one actually I'm just thinking about now that I didn't include in the four words that I'm going to share with you but one of them uh, is infrastructure I was thinking about infrastructure and so infrastructure basically is the makeup of a system or how something operates you know so if you have um, a production, that's the key word, produce. You know, so in order to produce, you have to have systems in place. And we start off individually having a certain system that we have. But when you uh, go forth with an idea, 
um, like a podcast or if you want to put up YouTube videos, you know, the whole point is you might have good content to share, but you got to be consistent with the delivery of that. And it's certain words that I thought about that kind of kept uh, pulled all this stuff together. So I wanted to share those words with you. Okay. So um, the first one is discipline. Okay. So um, I'll give you the definition of discipline. The, the definition is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to uh, correct disobedience. And so one of the things that we were, the primary things that we were talking about in previous podcasts when we were talking about developing a skill and a godly character, you know, discipline, you know, when you think about um, how you was raised, you think about how you uh, receive training. And so you, your parents might have uh, told you to do certain things. And if you didn't do it, you had to deal with the punishment, either get a whooping or you was you couldn't go outside and play or you couldn't get on the video game or something. But these were uh, tools uh, or you could say, uh, you know, this form of, of discipline instilled principles in us. It instilled uh, certain uh, rules and a code of conduct in order to uh, accomplish what they wanted us to accomplish. And because when we're, when we're uh, younger, we don't have discipline. We have to learn it. And so this is one of the, the, the things that's important. Um, the main things is that's important uh, for, for being a parent or <laughs> of even having a parent, you know, because you're shown discipline from those that, that love you, those that, that had you, right? And so uh, that's one word. And when that's instilled in you as a child, then you can learn um, how to be consistent. You learn how to be consistent or even the uh, importance of being consistent because you'll get continue, continual uh, results that's it you know which will lead to success but you have to be consistent so that's my second word is consistency and so the definition here is conformity in the application of something typically that which is necessary for the sake of logic now I'll, I'll expound on that and accuracy and fairness so think about this. So conformity is like you're molding yourself or you're molding into something. You know, you're being made into something to conform to. But it says uh, conformity in the application of something. So you're trying to apply a certain discipline or a certain training. And so you have to conform to uh, a certain system or way of doing things and it says typically that which is necessary so this is what you have to do this is necessary and logical in order to be accurate or to produce the results that you want so the thing that I think about an example is uh, being 
you know, being a musician, I had to learn certain songs. I had to learn scales. I had to learn arpeggios. I had to learn time, you know, how to play certain rhythms in a time in a certain uh, BPM, you know, that's uh, beats per per measure or minute beats per minute. And so you um, practice and the more you practice, then the stronger you get. And um, when you're able to apply what you learn in a real setting, when you're playing with other people, um, it's just a way to uh, see if your practice has been uh, paying off or if it's working. And uh, you're able to monitor your progress um, by, you know, listening back to the recordings that you did and see, um, you know, a month ago, if you sound the same, you know, today you playing, you know, you might play certain songs and then practice a bunch of stuff in between and then go back and play that same song. And you should be able to see if your um, practicing is making a difference. But the whole point, if you're consistent, um, you're doing what is necessary in order to uh, apply to that particular area um, to be accurate or to uh, bring about a certain result, you know. So that's really good consistency. Um, the third word, I know I told you four, uh, I mentioned infrastructure that I didn't have on my list. But um, the next one was focus. So as you are consistent, you know, it leads to, to focus. And so focus is uh, the center of interest or activity. So if you want a certain result, um, first of all, you, you have to have a certain result in mind. And so as you go through your days, we go through our week, we face different challenges and obstacles, but um, we have to stay focused on that end result. And so um, we have different distractions and things that would pull us away from our focus. But at the same time, you know, that burning desire, if it's strong enough, it will uh, allow yourself to stay consistent and to discipline yourself to stay on track. So that's why all of these words kind of fit together. They, they work hand in hand. In order for you to stay focused, you have to be disciplined. You know, because a lot of times you might have your peers that pull you uh, away from, you know, your tasks. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a place for social, being social and having that aspect, too. Um, but at the same time, you can't allow that to interfere with um, you getting to what you would like in terms of the results that you um, want to see in your life because, uh, you know, that can definitely happen. So it requires discipline and uh, consistency, you know, to stay focused. Um, the, the, the last word before I go into the scriptures the three scriptures that I have for you is fortitude. Now, I love this word. I love fortitude because it 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 um, 
holds everything together. And one of the, the definitions that I found when I just Googled it, it was uh, courage in pain or adversity. And then some of the synonyms were strength of mind, strength of character. You know, and it, it went on, you know, bravery and, and spirit and, and uh, different words. But when you think about this fortitude, you think the root, think about the root fortify. So the fortify is like being protected, um, you know, uh, a, a, a solid lock, <laughs> a bolted lock or something. You know, it's fortified. It's it's uh, you think about even I think about a stronghold like a mountain, like, you know, what David hid in when he was trying to get away from Saul. He held he uh, he uh, hid himself in a stronghold. And that was like a cave or, or like a, a, a rock, a place in rock that uh, in the mountains that he was able to be um, to hide in. You know, and he was protected or, or fortified, you know. And so the thing about fortitude inside of us, we have to have these principles in place. And um, as we face certain uh, adversity and things like that and pain and suffering, you know, just because we face the pain and the emotions will, you know, try to overtake us. When we have the principles locked in us, <laughs> it's like we, we have the fortitude to push forward and uh, overcome those challenges so we can, once again, get to the end result that we want to see in our lives. And it does require uh, strength of mind. You got to be strong and you got to have character. But the character has to be fortified in you. You have to get it through the discipline you have to get it through having mentors or having people that will challenge you to be better instead of allowing you to just uh you know stay mediocre all right so uh here are some scriptures and these are only three scriptures of course with these type of tact uh these type of words you know you can find a bunch of, of good scriptures that apply but these are ones that really stood out as I was studying. All right. So first is Colossians 3 and 2. It says, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Now, this is really good because the reason why I picked this scripture is in order for you to be your best. Um, you really got to focus outside of yourself and you got to focus on what God wants or what God desires for you and so it'll take you beyond the superficial it'll take you beyond the temporary satisfaction or temporary glory or um, you know the material things because uh, if you set your affection on things above then it's not about people's approval or people's opinion you know you're you're sec you're you're putting your affection in 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 God or the kingdom of God so at that point you know you just you're 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 aligning yourself with the rules of the kingdom of of heaven and not the 
the kingdom of the the earth because we operate and we have to be here in the natural and go and uh, go by the rules of the land you have to obey the rules of the land i'm not saying you um, disobey the rules um, but i'm saying you have to focus on god's laws and precepts so that as you function in the natural you can uh, be a witness and you can also be an example um, for others to, to be able to uh, glean from. But when it comes down to it, you know, you're giving God glory because you're functioning in the way that he wants you to, to function. And, um, you know, from doing that, you will definitely um, help people. You help a lot of people because when it comes down to it, you know, when we're selfish, we're only thinking about, you know, pleasing ourselves or doing what's good for us. But when we're motivated to help others or empower others, it spreads and it, it's a lot more beneficial when more people can benefit from good principles being practiced. Um, you know, it'll reach across the globe. And ultimately, that's what it's about, you know, when you are keeping your affections on things above. So let's go to the next scripture, 2 Timothy 2.15. Now, I've heard this one early on in my life, and I always, um, always, you know, kept this one close to me. And uh, it says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, this is really good. Now, he's talking about, this is Paul, the letter that Paul wrote to Timothy. Paul, just to give some insight, like he was one of the, the, the top Jewish scholars. You know, he, he really knew the, the Torah. I mean, he, he really knew the, the, the word, you know, but at the same time, so much so, he was persecuting Christians and having them killed. And, you know, he had an experience where he, uh, Jesus appeared to him and asked him why he persecuted, you know, him. You know, why is he persecuting, you know, the, the church? And so he had that experience, was blinded, and he actually converted and uh, changed his whole uh, approach and used that zeal uh, for uh, writing the <laughs> and, and went into writing the two-thirds of the New Testament so he was very uh, studied you know and so this is the thing uh, I like about this Paul you know he was saying study to show thyself approved unto God so that's the that's the key if you think about it you study to show thyself approved unto God so when God approves of you you study you know the the word you know you don't have to be ashamed of him <laughs> you don't have to be made ashamed or you're really not made ashamed by others because you studied and it's ongoing. You're going to always be learning. And this is not so you can be cocky or 
carry this arrogance about you. But once you're approved unto God, it's like you have identity, you have security, you feel assured, you have peace, you can have a joy because you're approved unto God. Um, and not because you better than anybody else, but you just saw the need to learn of, of him and you saw a, a value or you placed a value on your intimate time of, of learning and research or studying the, the word so that you can line up with it. And so because you've done that, you can be uh, in a place where you're not made ashamed because you know how to rightly divide the word of truth because that's the third part you know rightly dividing the word of truth you can only right rightly divide when you understand and you've studied okay and so a lot of people you know you look at the opposite if you don't study you 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 won't show thyself approved unto god and you will be made ashamed and you won't rightly divide the word of truth. So you'll be confused. You have identity issues. You'll be insecure. You won't have peace. You have to have something that keeps you grounded and rooted in sound doctrine. Because the doctrine is going to always be changing. If you don't have your anchor in the Lord, you can easily be deceived. So let's go to the last scripture, which is Ecclesiastes 9 and 10. This says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, no device, no knowledge, no wisdom in the grave, whether thou goest. <laughs> that, that right there, I mean, dude, I was, I was like, wow. Because when it when it when it's all said and done, we all gotta go to the grave. I know we, we don't like to think about it, and we don't want to uh, rush that experience. Well, some people don't don't mind rushing it <laughs> because they're living recklessly. But you know, you think about it. So whatever you do, do it with thy might. And also another aspect, do it as unto God. So that means the stuff that you do has to line up with God's ways. And when you um, do whatever you do, you got to do it with all your might because there's no work, there's no device, there's no knowledge, there's no wisdom in the grave. Once you, once we're done, we're done. Then, of course, we're going to be judged what we've done is going to be you know God is going to uh, judge us we're going to have to stand before for God for whatever we did so that's the thing you know as we develop uh, these disciplines and we develop um, consistency and focus and fortitude you know we have to take all of that and then think about what are we doing it for is this for glory for us for us to get the glory or is it for God to get glory through us? And so the only way that you're able to um, take all of what you're doing and um, have it to be a benefit to you both in this life and the afterlife, 
you have to focus on God. You have to focus on the end goal, which is to um, make it to heaven. And don't get me wrong, this is not by works because you do have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You have to accept him as your savior and know that he suffered and died on the cross for you so that you can have eternal life. And through you confessing him as Lord and having asking him to forgive you of your sins, you can be saved. That's how you inherit the kingdom of God. Salvation is not through works. We're saved uh, by grace through faith, but at the same time, we're saved for good works. <laughs> we're not saved by good works. We're saved for good works, but salvation is through faith, right? That's step one. And then once you have stepped over into the household of faith, then it's our responsibility to do, to do good works so that we can bear fruit and our fruit will remain. So all of that, you know, is, is very important to get it into the right order because sometimes we can uh, be motivated to do good. It's atheists that do good, you know, and the principles, that's the thing. These principles, well, anybody can apply them and get the results because they're just, they're just principles. They're, it's universal. You know, you can be Buddhist, you can be, uh, you know, Islamic and be disciplined. You know, you can be disciplined. You know, that's what one of the things that people say about, you know, people who are in Islam, they see discipline and sometimes or many times, you know, just depending on who, where you are, you know, you look at Christians and you might see inconsistency. You know, you might see a lack of discipline, a lack of focus and all of that. But at the same time, those are not excuses or you shouldn't use those as excuses to why you are not going to apply truth to your life and walk it out. So that's the thing you have to make sure that you line up with God's truth and just know that in the end, we're all going to have to give an account unto God. It's uh, appointed unto a man once to die, then the judgment. So you, you want to make sure that you keep these words in the forefront of your mind so that you can um, walk these out. Be disciplined, be consistent, be focused, have fortitude, and then focus on the things uh, for sure. Focus your affections on the things above, not the things that are on the earth. You want to study to show thyself approved, a workman, needing not to be made ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You want to uh, definitely think about whatsoever your hand findeth to do. You want to do it with all your might, for there is no work, no device, no knowledge, no wisdom in the grave whether thou goest we all gotta face that so all right so i hope this was good it was good to me it helped me it helped me to clear out a lot of things um you know things that i was thinking about or things that was kind of holding me back from being productive because that's what this is all about on a productive q podcast so i'm the first one that takes these uh, messages to heart and I have to apply it and so I have to conform to 
what's necessary to be to get the results you know that I'm looking for and that was in the definition of consistency right I got to conform it so that I can apply what's necessary <laughs> in order to bring the results that that I want and that's you know productivity right okay so that's it for now I hope this was helpful for you and uh, stay tuned we will be back with another podcast just keep checking back uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or if you're in Anchor just uh, uh, stay tuned go to KwamanFowler.com and follow me there or follow me on Instagram at KwamanFowler and uh, that's it for now and we'll see you again soon peace Ever needed a freelancer to help you with managing your online business? If you needed some graphic design done, or maybe you needed some updates to your website, well, it's a cool site that I found called People Per Hour. Get a $30 or more credit to your next hire of a freelancer by going to kwamanfowler.com forward slash PPH. It'll really be helpful for your business. You've been listening to the Productive Q Podcast, where we help you to overcome being unproductive so you can produce in the area of your passion. If you really enjoy this podcast and you would like to support it with a financial gift, go to bit.ly forward slash support PQ. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-U-P-P-O-R-T P-Q. Your financial support will help in the production of future programs. Thank you so much for listening.